You're listening to The Pete and Sebastian Show on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. This is The Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Petey Biscuit, it's Jimmy from Boston. So Hollywood hired a stylist to pick out his clothes for him, huh? Does he lay them on the bed the night before, kid, just like mommy used to before he went to school? Holy shit! Talk about a complete waste of hard-earned bread! You should have left that bouncy shit to goddamn John Legend! Pete and Sebastian show. This is an incredible show. This is an exciting one. All I can say is we're doing this live on the cuff, face to face in a secret location in New York City with DJ Lou behind the desk spitting the tunes right in front of us. DJ Lou. This, I think, is the way it's supposed to be. I mean, I feel so comfortable. Let me just let me uh, paint a picture here. I got a headset on that uh, is reminiscent of something that maybe someone at customer service would be using at Verizon with this little microphone hanging out. I feel so loose and so comfortable here. Yes. I mean, you got the headset. You got some crane mic coming in i like i see this is the quintessential difference between you and i i got a big mic leaning over my easy chair with my coffee and my jeans and my boots in 90 degree weather yeah you got a mic that allows you to move yeah you're on a couch and you got sweats and sneakers (laughs) by the way can we get right into that we got a professional stylist going on here it's 90 degrees and you're in black I don't have pants. him yet. Let's not. Oh. Uh, okay. He starts Saturday. Oh, make me over. Does he literally? No, uh, next week from this Saturday, I'm going to go and he's pulling clothes right now. And next Saturday, I'm going to go over there and try them all on. But no, this is pre stylist. Right. I had people coming up to me at the, uh, at the end of the show going. Is this the what the stylist put together? And I said, no, we're not, we're not ready yet. I just want to make sure our listeners get the bigger picture here. You know, whether or not, you know, you would, if you had Seb's money, sorry, I never call you that, Sebastian's money, you know, get a stylist or if you were a professional performer. But the bottom line is the man is sharing with us shit that he doesn't have to share, and we're all having fun with it. So don't forget that, man. That's a huge sport. Yeah, we all you know, know this is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I, it's ridiculous. I would say so, but it's 90, and you're in black sweats. So yeah. thank God you've got this guy coming in. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. You look like uh, Martin Lawrence when he was trying to lose weight in L.A., and he passed out with that plastic suit on. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I don't know. I don't have shorts. This is 92 degree, weather, uh, 92 degree weather in New York City. I don't have shorts. I don't wear shorts. It's not my style. And then, and then to make this even more poignant, did I pronounce that right? You nailed it. Today, as I round the bend, coming up to the, to the place, the secret location where me, DJ Lou, and Sebastian are going to meet and then go uh, do this show, there's somebody filming Sebastian. He's talking to a camera. And my first thought, and Lou said the same thing afterwards, was, He's, he's got a guy filming him now, going around like maybe he's making some doc. No, folks, 
it was TMZ. It was TMZ, and they got footage of Sebastian in literally 90-degree weather and black sweatpants. And, and this is all why, you know? You, you, this is what's happening now, and you got to be in the right outfit at all times. Well, I, you're right, but when I was approaching the guy, his camera said TMZ on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, yeah, they're probably hanging out, and maybe he just knows me and just is a fan. So I didn't know if I was getting TMZ'd or this guy just liked my comedy. But he had a couple questions for me. How do they know I was coming here? Or is he just waiting? Well, maybe What's we, going maybe, on? Bro? Maybe we should ask DJ Lou. Cigarettes are awfully expensive these days. <laughs> maybe he's uh, ratting you out to TMZ. By the way, it's really hard because the show is starting. I'm looking over at DJ Lou. I think you saw it too. Middle of the day, the guy's slugging a Pepsi. I mean, a Pepsi's a treat. I have on Sunday, I have half a can with pizza. Middle of the day, you're slugging one. If you die, can we keep recording till we're done? I mean, that would be a shame to have to shut it down. Now, I don't know how they know, but they're hunting, bro. And that's the level you're at now. You're, Sebastian's on this run. Look, bottom line, no one's going to toot their horn like this. So I got to tell you, he's at this run at Gotham of like... I don't know how many sold-out shows. Two a night, it's insane. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, like, the word is out about you. And I said in the elevator, if I ever get that huge, you better plug me back like that. Absolutely. you can't plug yourself. You can't be in the elevator with me and Luke. Oh, I'm selling out two a day since Monday. It's insane. John May didn't even do this shit at the Beekman. Now, um... The Beekman. Yeah. It's the Beacon. The Beacon. (laughs) There's another one. The Beacon Theater is an iconic venue here in New York City. Pete has been there many times. Oy vey, it's going to be a long day. So I don't know how they knew, but they knew. But what were the questions he was asking? Questions were, uh, so you worked at the Beverly Hills Hotel. He knew that I worked at uh, a high-end hotel. I said, no, it was the fourth season. So who, who's the, who's some of the people that you, you waited on? And I don't know. I, I become very reserved when that stuff happens. I was very kind of like not my like self yeah, uh, yeah. Man, well you know what's going on you playing me you trying to make me look like a fool what you know yeah i just i didn't know how to behave in those situations I, i'm always like on guard and uh he also he says he loves the cast this guy oh he guy work with you at the comedy uh club this guy this tmz guy he was talking to me afterwards i didn't a comedy club as a bar back. no he worked there after i did oh okay yeah i'm a bit of a uh legend in the barback business coming up through new york comedy club like because they get comics to do it for free and give you stage time uh, and every comic's like after that and then someone will go corielli did it so if corielli can do it yeah you know so uh it's uh just because otherwise you got to bring people like you you texted something recently a flyer from earlier on in your career oh yeah i never made a flyer never in my life flyers? no man i worked at the, the i would mop and sweep floors and get on so i didn't have to go tacking flies on Oh. Telephone poles and so you had it, you had it set up already. So you just went on stage and there was an audience. You didn't have no no bringer shows. I didn't have to bring it. I mean, of course, I got on last in front of three people, but yeah. that was just the point, you know. But everyone has their way, and that's so that guy did that. But now he works for TMZ. Big fan of the cast. And now, like right now, do you think that Jewish guy from TMZ is editing it? Going, uh, uh, yeah. Didn't Travolta say he had nice legs? Why didn't you ask him about that? No, he's probably got the video of me up going and showing his boss, his producer, going, this guy sucks. This guy's a comedian? It's terrible. 
No, but you're being true to your persona. If anyone knows you, if someone comes up with a camera in your face, you're not the kind of guy that's going to go, hey, how are you? Yeah, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Sebastian's here. No, man, you're going to be like, what's going on here? By the way, dude, I'm sorry. Even in New York City, in Manhattan, amongst all these people, you're the most Italian guy. <laughs> I saw you 20 blocks away. I mean, you literally look like uh, Stallone and Cobra, too, by the way. That's the look I was going for today. I, just, I don't have a toothpick. What's your problem, Sassy? You touched my car, man. Get it for your health, you know? What is Pinche? Me. Clean up your act. She got to madre, pinche auto. Lou, I want to point something out. Guess who was at one of Sebastian's shows this week? Better than Jerry Seinfeld? To you, yes. Eddie Vedder? Not to anyone else, but to you better. No, not that not Eddie Vedder, not that great. I don't even know if you know him. Well, you gotta know him if you're a Mets fan. This guy Thor? Yeah, uh Syndergaard. Is that is that who you were talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he came out. Wow. Yeah, young kid. Yeah, like 20. Yeah, he's a great pitcher. Yeah, he was there on Monday. Came with his uh, girl, I think. I didn't get to meet him, but uh, yeah, he was there. Is this weird uh, doing this in front of Lou? It's strange. I got to kind of, I got to, I'm kind of, we do have an audience, though. We, can, we, can we say that? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we, bizarre we, where we're doing this show right now. <laughs> Fucking Lou, Lou lied to us big time, man. <laughs> I mean, he's like, yeah. I got a place we can do it. It's great equipment. We'll be all alone. And then we walk in, and there's three dudes working at computers. And Lou's like, well, these guys are here, too. But don't worry. They're not going to bother us. They're just going to work around us. They're fans of the cast. Oh, oh man. man. Not to mention, when we first got together, um, me and Lou went off to the side. Sebastian went inside, and Lou goes, uh, yeah, he didn't recognize me at first, but then he gave me a hug. I so didn't. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I was, I was distracted with the TMZ. Then he came up. Come hug me. I know you want to. Then there was two other guys kind of hanging yeah, out there. Yeah. I felt like a little. Uh, it's understandable, yeah, man. We don't see each other. This yeah, is crazy this that is we're nuts. even face to face right now. I'm thrown by seeing you, dude. I'm thrown by the vascularity in your arms. What are you doing? Man? I know. Look I should do heroin. Good. It would be so she, easy. Look at this. Have you seen this? I know. Look at I that. Know, I know. That's a, what is that? I know, is that I, healthy? Yes, I asked my doctor. They're practically coming out. I what had to get God? blood blood the other day because my uh, when I went to go remember that story I told you where I had to get blood that last kidney test which was fine. Then the lady went to take blood, and she goes, oh, Jesus, I don't even need the band. Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Is that weights? Uh, what do you mean? Like, do I work out to make the... Yeah, I mean... I mean, I, Lean, mean... That's lean stuff, man. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I can't get over it. This is exactly why I wouldn't want to do the show face-to-face. -face. Why not? You're talking about my veins. Well, they're, 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 they're screaming. All right. Next week, sign up for my newsletter. There'll be a photo of my veins on the news. <laughs> so what's up? You said you had a lot of stuff to do. Well, I, about. Listen, what do you want to get? I got I've been you. in New York since Monday, okay. and uh, I don't know what's going on. I'm walking around the city, and uh, has it changed over the last uh, 10, 15 years? Yes. With uh, these trucks? Who's eating out of these trucks outside? Do you... Oh, no, not anymore. I used to munch. Really? Oh, yeah. It looks like a bacteria haven in yeah. the, in these 
huts. I have a buddy who was a New York City cop, and he was the one who first told me, dude, don't eat that shit anymore. You can't even imagine the stuff we see. In, you know, when yeah, we go to- the, you got the trucks, you got people selling stuff on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's but- like a bazaar. But there's some gourmet trucks in certain spots, you know, but like these basic guys on the corner selling dirty dogs. We yeah. Call yeah. You don't want to. And know. there's lines. I know, man. There's a lot of people here, man. Uh, there's a lot of food um, needs to be eaten. We took a ride on a bike. We rented a city bike, Lana yeah. and I. Yeah. Have you ever rode a bike in the city? Dude, I told you, I used to hold on to the side of the buses. I was insane. That was you? Yeah. Oh, man. I was like Kevin Bacon in that movie, Silver, whatever. Yeah, it was crazy. That was a long time ago. No, this is, uh, it's not a good city to ride a bike in. I know they got these bike lanes, but uh, Lana and I decided, yeah, it'd be fun to see the city on a bike. So we start riding and almost got killed the first two blocks. And uh, we pull up to a stoplight and the bike community talks with one another at these lights. Woman turned around to me and goes, uh, you want a map? You guys look lost. Took out a map. Another one said, why, why don't you have a helmet on? I was like, listen, lady, I'm Italian. Nothing goes on my head except for hairspray. So, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's dangerous. Dangerous. I feel, uh, a lot, a lot of people. I know New York City has got a lot of people, but something's going on here, man. We got, it's. When, When I used to bike, it got to the point where I, I would wear headphones to drown out noise because it was too much. Like, there was so much honking going on. You didn't know if it was for you or not. Yeah. That I was just all visual, man. And, like, I would see doors, and you know, all right, that yo-yo's going to open his door because he's a dummy and he doesn't know, right? And this one's going to this, and that was it. And, uh, you know, you learn, but then you reach a certain age. Lou, you remember, I used to ride my bike to Sirius all the time. But then you just, one day, I'm on my bike, and you get cut off, and all of a sudden, you're just like, I'm too old for this shit, yeah. man. You know what I mean? So, but, yeah, it's this... Like it's really crowded now. It's really expensive, man. It's like really like how is this possible? Really expensive, real real crowded. You would think it would go the opposite way. You know, to live in this city is astronomical. You wouldn't think people were were living there, but packed. Oh man, packed. I pulled in today. The first guy I saw was you know shades similar to the ones you were wearing. Beautiful custom button shirt. Right, ninety degrees. This shirt's all the way buttoned up top with a tie, buttoned down the sleeves. Beautiful tweed pants, you know, like so fashionable that the pants are short. Which I don't know who did that. What is that? Right, your fucking pants are short, but it's the hip look. I'll probably have those on next Saturday. Uh, uh, you probably will, but it will no longer be on you. It'll be on this guy. <laughs> but all of a sudden, I pass the guy. I'm on the street, and he pulls out his cell phone, and right away, he just starts speaking like. Uh, it was either Italian or Spanish or something, but like, just rich foreign guy, man. And that's what this city, this city's become in Dubai, right? <laughs> it's just Dubai with DJ Lou smoking his butts downstairs. That's it. I got a question I want to throw by you. I reseeded my lawn. It's coming in nice, right? But it needs a lot of water. So I got one of these sprinklers that comes like that, you know, back and forth, yeah. right? Now, I'm surrounded by sidewalk, and you had said growing up you guys had a corner house. Yeah. With a sidewalk, I would imagine? Yeah. When I put my sprinkler on, on, right, my sprinkler, am I allowed to have it soak the sidewalk and then come off and then go back? Or is it? am I not allowed to get the sidewalk wet at all? No, you've you got to get the sidewalk because you've got a parkway, right? Yeah, I got wa- I got grass on the other side of that side. Yeah, so yeah. you have to have that. That's, but people stop and they give me a look. Like, I'm supposed to shut it off. I'm sipping my coffee. It's 7.30 in the morning. I'm like, I'm supposed to stop across the street. Get wet. 
It's 85 degrees out. Yeah, well, then, where are you going anyway? No one walks. There's no work. Like no one's wearing suits going to work where I live. Yeah, but don't they have to wait until it goes back to the other side and then they walk by, right? Right, but some of these older women doing their morning walks, they don't feel that they have enough time because it's a pretty big arc. Oh, this, come on. That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm dealing with. Yeah, no, no. You got to you got to water the sidewalk. So you can sh- All right. No, absolutely. Do you have is that the only sprinkler you have or do you have one of those The, the gun one? No, I just have this back and forth. The back puppy. and forth. Yeah, all right. yeah that's yeah. all I'm going with right now. No, my father loved the sprinklers. He had the, that one. He had the one that goes, yeah, we had it all going at yeah. once. Yeah. It's like a carnival. All hoses, man. No in ground. No, no. no yeah. 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 I run the hoses all around. <laughs> so, what else we got, man? <laughs> Well, come on, what are we talking about here? All right, well, what, I mean, this has been a week now. You're in New Jersey. You're uh, you're playing Bananas. I think you might come to the show tonight to perform at Gotham, right? Yes. You're, gonna, you're doing your... Uh, Thank you, yeah. I'll your do. your uh, Fallon. You're going to be preparing for a Fallon set. Yes, but they were, you know, they said we want you to do it and put a set together. Yeah, so you're, until, you're, you're, until there's a date and everything. Yeah, yeah, you're putting together something for Fallon. So you're going to be bouncing around the city yeah. today. Yeah. And, or tonight, uh, doing some sets. And, uh, yeah, come by. I got Joe Matarese on the show, another Italian. It's like you're going to be three Italians on one show. I don't think you could beat that. It's going to be nice. Alana and I are here all week long. Um, I got to tell you, man, the, the hotel we're staying at, the way they fold the bed sheet, <sighs> beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an oriental hotel. It's called Mandarin Oriental. Oh, oh wow. Is man. it in the Time Warner building? Is yeah, it? it's over there. <laughs> oh, wow. Right by the park. Yeah. The way the Orientals do the uh, do the, the turn down. Yeah. They do the turn down, but then they give you a little list on the bed of activities to do tomorrow. So they give you 92 degrees. The park is going to be having jazz in the park. It's like a little little to-do right. list of uh-huh. what's going on around the area yeah, oh yeah. man then they brought some little chinese fruit up to the thing uh, beautiful what they, just, just they told you it's gonna be 92 and you still went with the black still went with the pants now although i did go to a dry cleaners to get my laundry done because I didn't want to get it done at the hotel because they charge you $75 for socks over there. Yeah, so. you should call down and say, I was going to have you come pick up my clothes and wash them, but why don't you just go get me new ones? It'll be cheaper <laughs> and throw these ones out. Now, what about the um, uh, the fact that this is New York City? I would think you'd go the other route where when they put a list of things to do, you would be like, this is New York City. And you're giving me a little fucking concierge list of things to do. Like, like, there's such a plethora of things to do. Plethora. You nailed it. Yay. Way to go, Guido. Yeah, but but why not take a look at the one sheet to see what the uh, hotel's recommending? I mean, not that we're going to do it, but it's there if you need it. I guess, I guess it is a nice offering. I guess it is. I mean, you know, I just sometimes these hotels try to do things that no one else is doing. And sometimes it's almost a little too much, I find. It's like, I respect what you're trying to do. Yeah. But uh, your little sheet telling me there's jazz in the park in New York City. I mean, I don't know. That's- you wouldn't know that, though. You wouldn't know that if you didn't look at the one sheet. You wouldn't look that up yourself. Right? 
Yeah, but like, what if I go to Jazz in the Park? There's probably tons of other shit way better than that that I don't know about because I trusted this dumb piece of paper that this was the best thing to do in town. Uh, no, I'm thinking the other way around. I'm thinking the hotel has access to possible things that a lot of people don't, might not know. And you might go to Jazz in the Park and go, this is fantastic, by the way. I think me and Lana are going to do a picnic in the park. What do you think of that? Have you well, done that? Yes, of course I've done that, yeah. yeah. I mean, do, you, do, do you pack your own food? Well, you're, you're hemming and hawing here. You don't look like this is a good idea. It's not. I mean, at the end of the day, you get down there and you, you get settled in and, uh, you know, you're sitting on grass. It's hot. Sitting on grass. I got a, I got a picnic cloth. Yeah, but still, it's on that goes on the ground. I mean, you're sitting on the picnic cloth, but yeah. on the ground. What do you want to do? Uh... No, where, where are you gonna put it? No, you sit there sort of and then you, you, you eat, you eat right, and you're like, "Hey, this is nice," but you're not that comfortable, really, because you're sitting down. And then you're done, and then you're like, "All right, we got all the shit we got to bring back out with us." And uh, you know, I mean, are you gonna like maybe nap under a tree and make out know, a little and know, stuff? Just kind of like sit there and maybe lay down, yeah. talk. In I the could park. tell you where to go. Would be great if you're gonna do that in the park. Yeah, man. You got a spot? Sheep's Meadow. Sheep's Meadow. Yeah, okay. you can ask anyone about it. It's on the on the west side where you're on. It's not too far down from where you are, and it's this big. You ever see a great movie called Wall Street with yeah. Charlie Sheen and Michael Douglas? Yeah. Do you remember the very end when Charlie Sheen's wearing the wire and they're in Central Park and Michael Douglas is smacking him in the face and yelling at him? That's Sheep's Meadow. He doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I, I know the scene. I just don't know yeah. like what it's sheep beautiful, man. Looks it's a like. big open field where people go and they lay out and they throw frisbees and they tan. The Oriental doesn't give you this shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, I could have told you not to wear black sweats and where to hang out in New York City. I tell you, this is the last time we ever do the show face to face ever again. This is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is so lame. What are we doing? We're Let's turn this shit up. Picnics. And this is educational. I had a list of shit and I can't remember any of it that I wanted to talk about, man. Can I call Lenny Marcus? Yeah. Can we do that? <laughs> yeah. Go. I got. I want to bring this up before you call him. Go ahead. We're in New York City, as we said, and we wanted the only guest we wanted to have was Lenny Marcus, uh, one of the few guests we've ever had on the show, along with Shuli. Uh, Lenny Marcus is the quintessential Jew. I can't even explain it more. I mean, the guy could literally... He could, he's like Woody Allen, man, yeah. you know? Whiny Jew. And uh, he's with his... I call him up to come on the show. It turns out he's vacationing this week in the Hamptons. Like, what? What? Guy, uh, we did... We filmed something in Central Park once. There's a wooded area called Ramble Island. And we filmed a sketch there, which will be on my newsletter moving forward, folks. And uh, Lenny was in this thing with me, and it was just a little piece of woods. And he goes, this is the first time I've been in the woods in over 15 years. And it was just a little patch of woods in Central Park. So I can't, like, what, do you, what would you guess, middle of the day right now, a Jew like Lenny is doing in uh, Hamptons. Well, isn't the Hamptons like uh, some hoity-toity thing? It's it not, is. And like look, I know, I know you. I think your wife is Jewish and stuff. So when I say Jew, I say it so endearingly. I find Jewish people to be arguably the funniest people, except for maybe Italians on the planet. I love the sarcasm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that you're making fun of it. They're just not very normally speaking. My uh, male Jewish friends are not outdoorsy. They love their air condition, man. They love their Yankees. 
Yeah, but this is something very nice, the Hamptons. Am I am I right? It is nice restaurants, nice homes. Yeah, I mean Spielberg's out there. Okay. Seinfeld is out there. Two it's Jews. Gorgeous. My Jackie used to be a nanny out there for one summer. It's like a fantastic place. Okay, I, I just don't know why you're, you're so flabbergasted that this guy's out in the Hamptons. Because the things you do in the Hamptons, like you ever see photos like Owen Wilson will be in flip flops, riding his bicycle, ringing the bell, going to get ice cream. Uh, you know, Spielberg and Capshaw go and get shopping on Main Street. Lenny doesn't do any of the things people do in the Hamptons. All right, fire him up. See what the, see what this guy's doing out in the Hamptons. I, if he's sitting indoors right now, then what's the point of being there? Have you been there? Yes. You know, the, uh, the beaches are beautiful. So, show still sucks. Still sucking, in case anyone was wondering. Not lost on me, folks. I'm just, uh, completely aware of what's going on right now. You know you're having to kill a show when you're banking on Lenny to save us. Hey, Lenny. Lenny! Lenny! Hey! Hey, man, we're doing the show from a secret location. I'm here with Sebastian. What's up, you guys? Listen, I'm pedaling on a bicycle in East Hampton right now. Get, are you really? <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. And uh, my girlfriend's giving me this look like, not such a good idea. I can't believe... What are you doing? You're going to melt a Jew like you on a bike out in the Hamptons in 90-degree weather? The weather is beautiful out here. I sent you a picture. I run. We sit on the beach with the wind blowing out. It's perfect. You're, you're wearing... I can guarantee I know what you're wearing. You're wearing sneakers with socks, right? Of course. Oh, God. Are you wearing... Well, I'm on a bike. Are you wearing long jean shorts? I wear, like, basketball shorts. Basketball shorts. Basketball shorts. See, this is like, no, Lenny, you should be in, like, $50 flip-flops with no. a really expensive pair of shorts. And, oh, I don't do flip-flops. Are you even wearing shades, or are you wearing glasses? I'm wearing shades. Did he just fall? I don't know. Did he fall? <laughs> All right, Len. All right, you two. Don't kill me. I sent you a picture. Go look at it. All right. Take it easy. All right. Later. Bye. Somebody pull the fire alarm. <laughs> that took up a minute. <laughs> and the scary part is after this, we're going to do Robert Kelly's podcast. We're hosting that whole thing. And we got nothing on this oh, one. Where are we man. going on that one? Are we ready to do that thing, by the way? Uh, I don't know. This is what's going on, folks. After this show, we're going over and we're hosting Robert Kelly's You Know What Dude podcast. Robert's not going to be there. Um... He's on the new Dennis Leary show, and if I was a gambling man, I'd say Robert's never doing his podcast again, because <laughs> that show's about to come out, and it's going to be a hit with Dennis Leary. But, so we're, uh, we're filling in. We're filling in, and uh, Robert Kelly's producer called me yesterday, and he's like, so what other comedians do you want on? You know, And I was like, uh, I, don't, I think we're good, man. So he goes, well, I normally go on, too. You know? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't know who he is, right? So I call you and leave you a message, you know, what you're thinking, and you're like, no, let's just do it, me and you. Yeah, but after this, I think we might need help. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Somebody pull out a phone book, call anyone you know. That's why well, I was thinking maybe it would have been a good idea to just have somebody sit there and, yeah, I don't know. No, we'll come up with some stuff. I got to ask you something in regards to the hair. Is this the new style with the hair? Uh, it isn't, it isn't. I mean, I, I didn't it, do, did, it's been cut, but I didn't do anything with it. All right, because it, it, it looks pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't do anything with it. But that's the thing, too, when you go to a, get your hair cut. After they blow dry it and they do that thing with their fingers, yeah. it looks perfect. 
But it never looks that good again, man. Yeah, but I was suspecting something that was going to be like a drastic change. I thought maybe the sides would have been shorter. Maybe the top would have been, you know, maybe no, permed. Man. I don't do drastic changes. I, I'm, I'm content with what I've been for a long time. It's actually, I had just shaved this morning. I used the clipper, which annoys me because I had a big freaking beard. and It was all coming in, but Jackie was giving me a hard time. Um, to not go on like that. So I look like a 10-year-old boy right now. I, I feel like when I'm clean-shaven. Lou, do you have anything to fucking talk about? <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, this is why I don't want to go live with you. All you're doing is talking about my I'm physical just, I'm just uh, taking it in, man. <laughs> all right, all right. We're going to do what that. What do you want me to talk see. about? The, uh, yeah, you talk about my sweatpants. I went for your hair and your vascularity. All right, your... Uh... Your everything you're wearing is extremely clean. It's black and white, man. Yes. Black and white. Yes. That's how I am. My mopeds were huge. Oh, shit. People went on them? Oh, God. Halfway through the party, I was like, I got mopeds. Everyone's eyes lit up. I pulled them out. Took me a while to get those puppies started, but yeah, it was a huge hit, man. Wow. Shooting up and down the street. And people got on, up and down, up and down. Huh? Well, That's it. All right. So, where are you playing this weekend? That's it. <laughs> That's the show. It's been fan. Let's talk to these guys here. What's Jesus going on in this room? Right. Is this uh, NSA? What is, what is this? Uh, should we do uh, uh, something with music? Yeah, I was just thinking that. All right. Let's see if Sebastian can name that tune. Oh, boy. You want to do that? I don't know. Why? Wow, what were you thinking about doing with music? I'm just saying we have access now to play music. And uh, that's, that's the other thing, too, is Lou's like, it'll be great. I can do stuff over you guys live. I think he did one fucking helicopter noise. Oh, oh, when you talked about the Oriental Hotel, he did some Chinese music. And other than that, he's been slugging Diet Pepsi, s sucking as much as us. DJ Lou. Oh, oh my God. This is the worst show ever. This is just, I don't even know what to make of this, man. Hey, this is DJ Lou, and this is a little show within a show. Last week, and pretty much every week, you hear about the guys telling stories about obnoxious people on their flights. Two gay men got a black baby. Couldn't control the kid for nothing. So this slug, huge guy, gets on. I'm just angry. I'm angry with the, with the overeating, and now I'm squished. I'm squished because you're eating too much at night. I shouldn't be penalized, man. I don't fly a lot, but I do take the ghetto bus every day to the slums of New Jersey. And now, a moment with the loud guy on the phone doing business. Listen, 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 listen. Leave that alone, bro. No, I'm saying you want you got some on your chest for me? Well, we ain't got to talk about that. Bring, listen, 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 listen. Bring that down. Get your 80 hours and that's dead energy. That's all. Because if it is, if, that's all. That's it. Because we ain't got to talk about this, bro. You like, you talking like, like it's a problem. I just want you to do business and that's it. It's me and eight Spanish guys. He's the only one on his phone holding us hostage, making us listen to his business. That's it. You cause the confusion. Like, I ain't got time for that. I don't lose time for that, bro. And I lasted less than a minute. This is me telling the driver that I need off this bus. Now, I don't lose time for that, bro. Next stop, like, please. You don't want man. <laughs> Come bring the glasses. I'm going to give you 80 hours. Now, stop, stop, stop going somewhere else, man. 
If, if, I, if I wanted beef with you, I'd have just made it happen. You talking some other shit, bro. And I forgot my hat. Back on the bus. Get a bald man happy. Thank you. <laughs> You're looking out. Loud guy on the phone gave me back my hat. Ta-da! So see, he was civilized. You the one uncivilized, man. And now, listen to my goddamn cough. <coughs> I gotta quit smoking. Please leave a message at 716-638-0759, and I will play your horrifying travel stories. This has been a show within a show. Now back to the Pete and Sebastian Show. What I think it is, is A, we're face-to-face. Yeah. And normally we have like our sheets out and we have maybe some bullet points that we want to go over. I'm sure some stuff has happened over the last week yeah. that you need to talk about and vice versa. I just, I can't remember it right now. I know. Damn it. I f- and then I was like, I should put my list together. And then I'm like, ah, we'll be live. It'll be magical. It won't even matter. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was coming in thinking, you know. It was going to be like a basketball game when we had like set plays, but I figured this is going to be like pickup game and things are just going to happen. Right. And we're dying. I know. I swear to God. I'm like, it's going to be all over the place. And now I'm sitting here going, wow, you're really clean. Your your outfit's really clean. Holy shit. What a nightmare. Can we even Google because we're live? Did they catch those those two criminals yet? If you didn't know about these guys, all right? You didn't know there was escape convicts. Then you look out in your own backyard, right? Not so much L.A. where you live now, but where you grew up in Chicago, which yeah. is much more suburban. And you saw uh, a couple of guys running through your backyard. And you yelled, hey, what are you guys doing? And then they just hopped the fence and ran off. If you didn't know anything about escape fugitives or anything, you think you'd call the cops and yeah. just say there were two guys? In- oh. Yeah, there's two guys in my backyard. They just hopped over my fence. I don't know what they're doing out here. Even if they're like, oh, no, we're just cutting to a friend's. We got lost. We're sorry. And they hopped over. I, I don't know if I'd call. Oh, I'd call. I mean, the way my house was set up, you would have to deliberately hop the fence to get into the yard. It's not like uh, you're lost and you're like, yeah, let's hop the fence, go through this yard, because you'd be hopping fences left and right. I don't know what the situation was in this yard that yeah. these guys were yeah. in, if it was just open. Like, in your yard, is there fenced? It's not fenced, but it's again, it's a, it's men too, right? If it was two boys, you'd just go get out of my yard. You think they're just messing around? You go home on Monday, six o'clock. You sit down for dinner. You look in your yard. Yeah. There's two guys. One's carrying a Qatar suitcase, and they're in your yard. Do you go? Man, nah, let them go. Probably lost. <laughs> no, I do go get the hell out of here. But I don't know if I then call the cops and say there were two guys in my yard. I guess call 911. There's two guys in my yard. You might want to come by with a squad. God damn. But I don't know how they haven't got these guys yet. I mean, it's not that... Uh, I mean, it's... I don't, I don't know. I mean... Let's say, like, let's say, like, I like in my house in Fredonia, right? Let's say these two convicts snuck down and I saw them go into my basement. And then I go in the garage and I get a metal bar and I come back and I put it on the basement door so they can't get out. And then I call the cops and say, I caught them. 
I've trapped him in my basement. Mm -hmm. Do you think that would help my comedy career? Yeah. You do? Mm -hmm. How would I parlay that? Would I then go, I caught him, I put the bar on it, and uh, coming out probably in November, let me tell you, on Showtime, and I was special. So I put the bar on it, and then they couldn't get through. Yeah. You have to say that. No? That's all you have to say is comedian Pete Corielli. That's That's how I want underneath my name. Or underneath me, while I get interviewed, comedian Pete Corielli right. catches prisoners. And then everybody Googles <laughs> you. Right? Everybody yes, Googles man. you and go, this is the guy. And then that, that then you wrap a tour around that in 2016, the Pete Corielli tour. Right. Free man. at last. I don't know, something. Something to do with... Uh, Right, yeah, yeah. The prison break. On the run with Pete Corey. On the run. On the lamb. On the <laughs> lamb with Pete Cor. See, that's, I should spend a week just trolling the streets of Manhattan trying to be a savior just one time. And I think anything that you would do that like that would propel your career forward. Yeah. So maybe we got to do, maybe if we set something up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like just like like if we had like someone like DJ Lou go climb up on a bridge, and then like we just start saying positive shit about his life. <laughs> you know, I don't even know where you'd start. Right, your life is worth living. You live right outside the Holland Tunnel. Yeah, in a in a studio with your twin brother, and you chain smoke Marlboros that are up to fifteen dollars a pack. Life is worth it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lou. I got nothing. <laughs> what minute mark are we at? <laughs> oh my god! I've taken so many sips of my coffee just to kill time. I can't even tell you. Oh, I wasn't even gonna drink the water, but I said, you know what? Hell, takes up time. Oh. We ran into Shuli in the hallway, and I was like, "Stop by if you want." In my head, I was like, "Ah, I hope he doesn't mess up the flow." And now, ever since I got here, I'm like, "Is he ever gonna stop by, or what?" I texted him in a panic because I knew you were drowning. Oh God! <laughs> this is—I will say this is. Oh, there he is, dude! Get a mic. Get Shuli on oh, here. Oh God! You got any more stories about pushing people in the airport? Because we're dying over oh, here. Oh, we're dying to death here, man. This is the last time I'm ever doing this show live ever again. Like right now, see, because we're live, I just saw Sebastian look at his phone, and it makes me go, what, you don't even want to be here? I don't see any of that shit when we're not live. Shules, what's up? Sit down. Get comfortable. How hey. are you? Uh, how are you? It's a pleasure, pleasure to see you guys in person. And uh, I, I just got to say, your cast, the show, is probably one of the most addicting things I've listened to in many, many years. It's it's amazing. From start to finish, this is the one show you could go back to episode one and listen, and it's fucking phenomenal. But, it holds up. But this show, thank you, is not a representation of the cast. Yeah. It, right. We've been dying. We've right. been dying. I mean. Quote, guys, don't go by this crowd. <laughs> I'm big here. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, since we last spoke, I was in the wheelchair yeah. at, at the airport, and I was getting wheeled around. Now, and what do you throw as a tip for that? I was curious. I did I did a 10. That's great. Yeah? Of course. I've had people give me 50 cents. Okay. Like, really? like, it was, like I was a vibrating bed in a fucking motel. Like two I go two quarters to be an engine for you on carpet? Like, what assholes? 
so that's yeah. nice. Yeah, ten dollars. I figure it was a nice, you know. It's, oh, it's he's like, it's like he's, a private valet. He's that's a good story. He's bringing up at the dinner table later that night. Goes, yeah, I was a class act. Ten dollars. I disagree. I disagree, man. I I mean, at your level, I'd be like, uh, he gave me ten, and then someone else would go, is it isn't that his third special? <laughs> And I go, yeah, yeah, you did three specials, you know? And I got 10 bucks. I got 10 bucks out of that. I don't know. I, I felt like it's a 10-minute ordeal. Right. A dollar a minute, right? And you're not, you know, you're well, not an you obese a, gentleman. Not a Chinese rickshaw, bro. <laughs> They're pushing you through. Oh, man, we're already doing better. <laughs> you got a chair, Shuli. I don't know what the rest of your day is like, but we need you. Shuli, as you may know, by the way, uh, is oh, fucking one of the guys on Howard Stern Show, which is uh, obviously the best goddamn thing ever. Oh, when my special comes out, dude, I'm going to subtly beg you to help me get on there. Yeah. And uh, you, you get the high pitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave yeah, now. No. Nah, yeah, no. I think we'll you got to. I think you got an easier shot of getting into ISIS. Than, uh... Damn, really? No, I'm shit. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'll get you in What there. happened to Al Qaeda, by the way? <laughs> Do you think they're like, what the fuck? So they We're fuck... still here. Yeah. They're like the MySpace of terrorists. <laughs> they're like, what? Nobody even logs on to us anymore. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Right, can I just say while while we're here, you know, I, I have listened to a lot. One of my favorite episodes ever and one of my favorite stories ever, and there's a lot, was Sebastian waiting on Robert De Niro. De oh, Niro oh. was mumbling to you oh, yeah, yeah. about the almonds. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, your, your what? <laughs> the way you I mean, it is one of the funniest fucking one word answers ever, oh, ever. See, why didn't I tell that to the TMZ guy? Before I came up here, I know I told him, I told him you guys were coming. Oh, is that why? And I mentioned to him the De Niro story. I said to him, you should ask him. He set me up for the De Niro story, and I gave the worst. Yeah, Adam, right? Yeah, Adam. Well, what was your answer to that? I came in and uh, (laughs) I gave him the nuts, and uh, that was it. There was no like. That's what you said. Yeah, but again, I was being like I was. Yeah, I was you, off my game, man. But there was a time you told a story on our show where TMZ came and they spoke to the curly head guy, TJ Miller. Yeah. Oh, I got to add that. I always got to tell you his head, though. And, um, <laughs> you know, you were a part of you was like, oh, man, I, you know, why not me? So, so now you have now your I why not it, me moment. Was bad. Yeah. Is that? I, I was wondering how that guy got there. Yeah. And then he, how, he goes, I'm a big fan of the cast. And now the De Niro thing, and then I was like, "Wow, this guy really knows a lot." And then I gave him the worst. I look out for my boys, man. Story. I, 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 I'm all over Tweety, uh, Tweety, Petey's Twitter. No, and, yeah, you're uh, me up, man. You know, I really appreciate. Yeah, it. you guys wow. are fucking solid. I man. feel like I Why failed. not support people who are worth it, right? No, it's awesome. Ain't dude. enough of that going around. What have you been up to? You got that look like you get ready Nothing. to leave. You guys are supporting this shit, so I'm out of here. <laughs> what this shit? <laughs> no, every, everything's good, man. A family, two kids. You know, trying to balance stand up and work and everything else, and uh, writing a script about. Wheelchair pushing about that whole story and really yeah it's actually it's it going really well actually I got a production company that's interested in it and working it man you know well, throw it okay. all at the wall see what sticks all right we're done with you too then yeah all right. <laughs> I'm tapped out what do you mean you're making a TV you're making a movie based on a, like oh like a comedy yeah a sitcom based on 
my life in Vegas, living at, with my Israeli parents, working as a wheelchair pusher, aspiring comic at the time, you know, doing open mics. Nice, man. Living, that's, a, that's a very funny actual premise, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens, you know. I, one person already said it's a little too hardcore. It's like, why? Because you, you're, you're acknowledging the fact that fat people don't want to walk <laughs> in, in an airport. Yeah. It's yeah. reality. That's why the wheelchairs are built fucking four times the size of well, normal. Well, did you, did you see this woman get in a fight at Walmart <laughs> who was in the this, this scooter? Did you see this? Oh. There's a Walmart brawl between two women. One was in one of those motorized scooters around. Those rascals. Yeah, she yeah. got right out of there. When the fight happened, yeah. it looked like she was perfectly fine. And started beating the shit out of this woman. You don't have to be uh, like in a wheelchair to use one of those. You can just use one if you want. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This yeah. one was just using one because she didn't want to walk around the store. <laughs> I know. She we'll wanted be... to get to fights faster. <laughs> I think. <laughs> want to stroll. Yeah, they. Uh, the, my mom has one of those in in Vegas. She has one of those scooters, but oh, she right. legitimately needs it. Oh, okay, you, but, you make me feel bad. No, no, my mom does but that. She's, <laughs> she's like, she's like a, an assassin. Like, she's silent with this. Like, it's got a motor, but you still don't hear it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she's behind me, like, talking shit or, like, catching me doing something. Or, like, she just appears. Like, you want to put a bell on the fucking oh. thing or something to, like, let you know she's in the area. But I would go. I remember driving her car to go buy weed and have her scooter on the back strapped to the fucking <laughs> harness. And I'm oh. like, if anybody saw this, they'd be like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, is this in the sitcom? Yeah. The, the, yeah, the yeah. mother and the scooter? Oh, yeah. Oh, so oh yeah. yeah, this is, He's, uh, this you is... know, ex-Israeli military, my mom and dad. So oh, they, like, they were in the, oh, like, yeah. the Mossad? Oh, well, I, you know what's funny? They still have yet to tell me exactly what they both did, Oh, they don't which even tell tells you. me that they were into some shit, you know what I mean? Like, that they don't even, like, you're our flesh and blood, we're still not sharing shit with you. Doesn't that drive Man. you nuts at the dinner table? I would be going, Dad, come on, what what yeah. is going on there? How about my dad, one time we, uh, Saving Private Ryan came on, my dad lasted five minutes, and he got up, he goes, I can't watch this. And I go, why, what, what's going on? He goes, it's too many memories. And I'm like, it's the most <laughs> intense battle ever, Normandy. Wow. And I'm going, what is this reminding you of? Like, I, got, I, I know I'm a pussy, I, I don't have the balls to do what they did, but I love living vicariously through those stories. You yeah. know? Well, I, got, I got a guy in my town. And we're going to have to edit this a little bit. I'm going to say just like this one part, and then we'll get to it. Because there's no other way to say it. But there's a guy in my town that he ended up telling me, because his wife and my wife are friends. All right, ready for this? This is the edit. He's, uh, all right, and he lives in my I've thrown that out on chicks before. No, he really is, and he lives in my town. And, like, you know, some of the things he's done, and he tells me. So, like, when I go, like... There's a Starbucks where I live, and sometimes like I go in there the other day, and I go in, and he's just sitting there. And I'm like, hey, Kev. He's like, hey, P, how you doing? You know, And you would think you're looking at the guy, and you're just thinking, like, oh, I guess he's a guy. He's a salesman. He's got a lunch break going over the numbers. But I'm like, that guy will fuck you up. You don't even know. It's like a Clive Owen sitting there, that kind of crazy shit. I don't believe it. I, dude, I know. I can't even express enough how I, I've sat and had massive conversations with him. Because I'm like, listen, I just want you to know, I know because your wife told my wife, and it's crazy. And I just have to say, I think it's so fucking crazy. And of course, he goes, oh, I think it's crazy what you do. And I'm like, no, dude, not compared. Like, sometimes he's gone for like four months at a pop, comes back with a goatee and a slight Russian accent, <laughs> tells his wife, just make dinner, and shh, that's it. Let's go to bed. I swear to God. I mean, it's, come on. <laughs> 
If yeah. I, even if I was a was that yeah. a, like some sort of a secret agent, I was like, and I, I'm on my living room with my wife, and all of a sudden there's a flash through the window. If I looked at Jackie, and I was like, "Baby, I'm, I can't tell you everything right now, but I'm a secret agent. We got to go right now. We got to go right now." She, we'd die because she would sit there for like a half hour, going, "What the what what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about?" Right? And, and I'm like, "No, we got to go." I like I don't have the kind of woman that's just gonna go. Yeah. Like, just trust me, baby. Trust me. She's gonna question I, it. Yeah, I like, just you like think it. if you looked at Lana, like just literally three in the morning, and you're sleeping in L.A., and you roll over, and you just put your hand over her mouth so she can't scream, and you go, <laughs> and you point to the window, you and I, down, and then you look at it, and you go, we're going to get in the car, and we're going to fly out of here, and once we're safe, I'll tell you, we need to go now, now. Okay, baby, let's go. She would do that? Oh, yeah. Why do you have to hit the baby, bro? This is all part of why I'm not comfortable face-to-face with you. You're saying baby in front of me. It's weird. That's what all she weird. would say. <laughs> she would still me. be romantic. She wouldn't even just go, Okay, baby. Whatever. All right. She'd still go, okay, baby. Okay, okay baby. Oh, boy. We're going. You sure have the best marriage <laughs> ever. Would we lose that suspenseful? <laughs> would you lose that suspenseful action vibe when you both jump on the scooter together? <laughs> You're sharing the helmet. Whatever you say, hon. <laughs> How about your wife? Would she? I mean, if you're like, the kids are already safe, they're yeah, already in the car. My wife's like your wife. She'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This happened when you didn't come home that one night after work? Is that when you did this? Exactly. You know. Exactly. But I like that he was so nice to you. He goes, hey, what you do is crazy. Like, oh, you've yeah. ever, ever had to walk in a room and go, all right, whose neck do I have to snap first to get out of this? I know. Room? I know. Like, that's what this guy does. He walks in a room and he's like, exit strategy. Where do I need to be to get the fuck out of here if the shit hits the fan? Yeah. And like, you ever hear, like when something happens in some tiny small town and then they go the, the blah 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 already there um and you're like how they get there so quick because these guys are scattered in places all over the country and all over the world that you don't even know right yeah. amongst you bro but don't you think he had an argument with his wife <laughs> after she comes home or he comes home from talking to you and he and, and yeah you, you told the couple down there what i do that's got to be an issue. Yeah. That's what I'm mean, saying. That's so secretive. Why would she be blabbing? Because her and my wife literally grew up, their backyards touched. Yeah, that's how, and they grew up since they were like two years uh, old. I like keep sisters. forgetting your, your wife grew up around that yeah, area. Yeah, so that's just super, super tight. Uh, and uh, she finally just, you know, and because also there's a part of her like, uh, you know, she wants to say to somebody, and my husband's really cool. What he does, he's not, he's not a, you know, you may think he's a dork, but you don't even know what he does, man. But you like, if I was, the minute I was out drinking and like I told a story and someone didn't like my regular ho home story, but God, what I'm fucking CIA. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, but let me ask you this if the roles were reversed, uh-huh. and would you give her a hard time if she, like, all of a sudden she's like, I'm undercover. I've been undercover for a long. Would you? Would you give her a hard time for not letting you know? And would you tell Sebastian about it behind if her? My back? wife was a secret uh, agent, and I didn't know. And she told me I would divorce her. <laughs> really? Yes. That's. I can't believe you would lie to me like that. Wow. I didn't know you at all. You're not the person I thought you were. Oh, I would be going. Really? What? What do you do? I mean, I would that, be. I would be intrigued. The hotness, like you wouldn't feel like a sucker that you didn't no, even know. No, it's her job to keep that stuff from me. And it's not like she has another family somewhere. It's just a job you didn't know about, right? I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. Oh, but I, your parents got to have stories. You got to start. You got to start pressing that a little bit harder. About like, what, I know my dad was in some some heavy shit because like he can't hear me when air conditioning is on. <laughs> 
like I'll talk to him and I'll yeah. and he'll go, huh? And he'll go, hold on, the air conditioning is on. I'm like, really? That's beating you? Like air? So I know he's been in some shit, man. Yeah. Man. yeah. I was asking Jackie about that. I was like, if I was in a war, would you ask me? Because we finally saw American Sniper. I was like, would you ask me about all that shit? And she's like, yeah, I definitely ask you. I'm like, I definitely tell you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. you're an open book. Oh, God. <laughs> you couldn't wait to get those. I, you think fucking Brian Williams exaggerated. <laughs> next, wait till I get started. <laughs> the next Pete special, <laughs> Kill Count with Pete Corielli. <laughs> Kill Count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife would be like, how come there's no book about you? I'm like, I know, I know. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we tap it we're out. We're, we're done. I guess so, right? Well, listen, just let me know when you guys are on Bobby Kelly. I'll swing by that as well. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be in a few hours, man. We'll yeah, set no up problem. Uber for you. It's downtown. <laughs> we're going to need you, man. Like the mobile DH uh, oh, going God. everywhere. Yeah. You ain't kidding. <laughs> Relief pitcher. That's what you are. Boys, always a pleasure. Good hanging, Thanks. Jules. Man. Thanks for love coming the show, by, And I uh, love you guys. Sebastian, good luck with the 27 shows in Gotham. <laughs> yeah. Go to PeteCorielli.com. Sign up for my newsletter. It's a real hit, man. We're having fun with that. We're going to be putting out more cool stuff as we go forward. And all my dates will be posted there. I'll be in Omaha, Nebraska coming up. And uh, how about you, man? What are you plugging? Uh, yeah, just go to SebastianLive.com. Submit your Archer Embarrassed uh, videos and or um, uh, photos. We got the contest for the Chicago show November 28th. If you want to go to my website, you could enter the contest to have dinner with me and my family at Chicago Cut Steakhouse. And uh, that's it. I'm going to take three weeks off for a little uh, R&R with, uh, with Lana, and then we'll start back up at the uh, Stress Factory. And after After this Gotham? Yeah. I'm taking three weeks off too, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, good. We'll be getting back doing studio shows at home. (laughs) No face-to-face. My guy, my guy, Thad Cox, all right, over at, uh, it's it's called limitedfun.com. Like, help me with my website. The guy's amazing. I want to plug him right there. We still haven't gone face-to-face. I don't know what he looks like. Oh, Skype, yeah. We've never pressed that button. And the longer it goes, the more I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Because now I have, uh, a v- I mean, sometimes we talk for like an hour and a half, man, with just bullshitting and stuff. On Skype. Yeah, and I have no idea what the guy looks like. It's kind of weird. Do you think he... But like he's vi- a friend, but I don't know what he looks like. If the video popped up and you saw him, do you have a visual of what this guy looks like in your head? I can't even, you know, because he's English, so I don't, I can't do it as well with the English as I can with American. I mean, I'm thinking glasses. He's got two kids that sometimes chat, and they are just absolutely adorable. I mean, every time they say hi, I feel like I'm uh, in um, Mary Poppins. Because, <laughs> you know, they sound like, you know, so pro- proper, and they're so polite. But I can't peg him. I can't peg him, man. Do, you, do, you, do the kids come on the Skype and go, Hello! Yeah, man. Is it Pete? Yeah, and the one kid, uh, the boy, does uh, Jimmy from Boston with an English accent. It's hilarious, man. So, do we have that on recording? Pete, biscuit. It's Jimmy from Boston. Later. So you know, so my question is like, when you have gone this long without actually seeing each other, do you just say, "Hey, want to do a quick look-see"? 
<laughs> like how does it how does it come up? <laughs> like because eventually I'm going to go to England and I he's got this beautiful inn like that his family runs and owns and uh, I'm going to stay there with my family. Is that going to be the first time? Like am I going to be at the end of his cobblestone driveway going fat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're cooking now! We're cooking now! Keep the tape rolling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't want to do Skype looking at me. You're the one that shut that down. You thought that was weird. Yeah, it is weird, man. Yeah. So, I, so is it? If we ever are living in the same city, mm -hmm. are we still going to Skype these shows in? I uh, mean, if we ever have a setup like this. Because yeah, I might come back to L.A. at some point. If that was the case, no, we, we would, uh, yeah, we'd probably still Skype. I, I mean, mean, come on. We started this thing in a basement doing it face-to-face. -face. Yeah. I and know. I thought those shows were great. They Just, were, they, some of them were really fun. They were. And it's stuff like when you brought in the, the uh, charcuterie plate with all the meats, you know, that kind of stuff was yeah. fun. So I do miss that. But, um, you know, right now, I feel like I got to look right at you. I don't want to look at you. I want to look down, man. Right? Then look down. What? Then look down. You don't have to look at me. I mean, this is, you know, whatever you would do to make you feel comfortable, you should be doing. Like every once in a while, I look over at Lou. You know, look at Lou. He's there. I can smoke pot here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Have man. you heard from Water? They all started the season up now, and it's total intense focus, by the way. I, I got to tell you something. Yeah. Watt listened to the cast, uh -huh. and uh, he's interested in the stylist. Really? Oh, make me over. Yeah. Well, he's I asking me questions about the stylist. Hey. <laughs> Come on. Number one football player? Yeah. He's looking into a stylist. Almost validates what I'm doing, right? Yeah, but Watt's got it. It's a different scenario with Watt because he's still uh, not married. At the end of the day, the man is not married, right? Okay. You're married, and you happen to be married to a woman with fantastic taste. Yeah. There's no need for a stylist, you know? It's, um, you know. Well, obviously there is because I'm walking around New York City in sweatpants, 92 degrees. After Saturday, I will have a New York City 92-degree outfit. All right, can we do this? Because I'm not even saying I'm good with style. I don't buy my own clothes. My wife does. But it starts, when you say it starts Saturday, does that mean uh, the outfit you wear Saturday night will be recommended by the stylist or yes. on set? It will. Well, yeah. Well, what's happening now, did I tell you that he came to my house to look at my clothes? Yes, you did tell okay. us Okay, so right now what he's doing is he's picking outfits. He's picking different things for me. And what were the comments when he looked at your clothes? Was it like, you know, Martin Short and Father of the Bride? Uh-oh, hello! Uh, he was looking, he was basically label hunting. He was looking at the labels. He was looking at the sizes, taking some photos. He looked at some shorts I had. He's like, you got to burn these. And then he <laughs> told me, for every new item you get, you, get, you got to get rid of two. Oh, uh -huh. So, for the last two weeks, he's been basically shopping for me. I'm going to go over there on Saturday, a week from this Saturday, to his house and try to close on. Then, there's going to be a tailor there, and the tailor is going to take some of the clothes in to fit. That's He says it's all in the tailoring. So, you know, uh, by about a week and a half, you're going to start seeing the new Sebastian when all it comes right. to clothing. All right, because I would like to, like, when there's a first main function that you're going to where you're asking him what to wear out of all the clothes he's now put together with you, yeah. I would like an opportunity to give my opinion 
about what you should wear in that scenario and see how different it is from okay. what, what he's saying. All right, yeah. So uh, the next event. Or the I next... want the job. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I want the job. I mean, this is, yeah, yeah. So the next event. Now, the old clothes that he's saying, two, you got to get rid of yeah. every one you put in. Are you just throwing them away? Because this could be a good giveaway stuff for our fans. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, what do we want to do? Well, do you giveaway? have any high-ticket items that you're, uh, you're I don't tossing? Know like, I don't know. You got any, like, leather jackets that he's telling you to x No, no. The leather jacket that I do own, he really enjoyed, so I'm keeping that in the collection. <laughs> right, right. Um, oh, some, th some things made the cut. That's exciting. Oh, yeah, no. There's a lot of things that made the cut. It's just that I don't know if he's going to go, listen, I know that suit you got. Mm-hmm. You got. You need this suit uh, to replace that. I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna say. So that's it right there. If there was an old suit, if old we could have a, a, a contest where somebody wins Sebastian Maniscalco's old, old suit, suit, that's huge. Oh yeah, that's we'll huge. Put that in there. Yeah. Certain people could encase that like the Saturday Night Fever <laughs> suit. I'm not even kidding you, man. That could be huge. Oh, it could be at the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh. JJ uh, was at the CMT Music Awards last night, and he posted on his Instagram. He met uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So him and Arnold were doing uh, impersonations of. Uh, well, JJ was doing impersonation of Arnold, so uh, he put that in his Instagram. We should we should maybe uh, pull that uh, that audio. Yeah. Listen to this. I'm with the real Arnold. Hasta la vista, baby. Arnold called him his best impersonator. Because he was pretty good at it, actually. So, uh, yeah, not, nothing really going on with him. Uh, you know, speaking of famous people meeting famous people like that, my brother uh, was visiting my dad recently. When my dad lives in Pennsylvania, my mom and dad, Larry Holmes owns a restaurant in town. He was eating. Uh, they, I, Holmes was at the bar, and my dad and brother were there. And my dad went up and introduced himself to Larry Holmes and got a photo. And I haven't spoken to my brother yet, but he didn't. What, what? How how do you not go up to Larry Holmes and get a photo and, uh, and shake the man's hand? I, I need to know. find out. I need to find out why that didn't happen. Why would you would you go out and and get a photo with him? If I was at a restaurant and somebody I was with went up to Larry Holmes and and did the brunt work, well, I could even roll my eyes like, "Sorry about my asshole friend." But then if Holmes was cool with it, I'd be like, "I may as well get one too." <laughs> yeah, of course I would. Would you, Lou? Of course. Who wouldn't want a photo with Holmes? No. Yeah, I mean, I don't see that being like a big, big miss, though. If you didn't get it, you didn't get it, especially at a restaurant. I mean, we, just, we talked about getting, bothering people while they're eating. It's Larry Holmes' restaurant. Yeah, no, but he it's, sits. It's like Holmes Steakhouse or something. It's on Larry Holmes Boulevard. He's the most <laughs> famous guy ever to come out of Eastern Pennsylvania. If Larry Holmes, if J.J. Watt was at the bar of J.J. Watt Steakhouse on J.J. Watt Boulevard in yeah. Houston, I still can't go up to him and get a photo? I think he'd tell you not during meals. Oh, boy. <laughs> what if I just wanted to tell him he looks fantastic? Do you know John Legend? Because he has the same jacket, J.J. <laughs> That's the thing that was really the hardest pill to swallow last week was the, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, you're giving John Legend the satisfaction of saying, I like the way you dress. Um, can I use your stylist? Because um, I find your style already to be better than John uh, Legend. Wait, wait, wait till you see the new style. Then you're going to go, guy. Okay, what's the what's the guy's name? I got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to pawn off of you. That's the only way I'll be able to do it. <clears throat> All right. Gotta go. We got to go. All right. We're out of here. Good hanging, guys. Uh, we're going over to Robert Kelly show now. Take care. The show has ended. Lou, do you have anything to fucking talk about? <laughs>
Holy <laughs> shit. 